approaching mediumship only as a mechanical process without developing a connection and awareness or, an, or a relationship with your inner spirit will only get you so far. I promise you it will only get you so far. Hello and welcome to In The Flesh, down-to-earth mediumship and spirituality with me, spiritual medium, Rebecca Richardson. Being spiritual, that's what I want to talk about today. Do we need to be spiritual to be a medium? Does being a medium automatically make us spiritual? Does being spiritual help us in our mediumship? How can we be spiritual? And what does being spiritual even mean anyway? I came across a quote, a quote that said, a major sign of a spiritual person is that they are always happy. God, I mean, come on. No, that's not a sign of a spiritual person or even a person. That's a robot. To say we must always be happy is just beyond unrealistic. I'll be honest with you all. I go through regular bouts of depression. On top of that, I've got the hormone fluctuations that us women are gifted with. I'll be lying if I said I was always happy. For me, being spiritual is about being in touch with yourself and that also includes recognizing the human side to ourselves and that means sometimes we're going to feel unhappy. So what is being spiritual really? Well, it's an expression of our thoughts, it's an expression of our feelings and the belief that we are all spirit and are all connected to something greater and that expression can take us inwards or that expression can move us to do something outwardly or both. So what do I actually mean by that? Well, it's expressions like meditation or prayer. Some serve their community in a practical way. Others demonstrate mediumship, for example. And mediumship, although an outward expression of spirituality, requires us to also go within. And that's something that a lot of us on our journey miss. It's actually something I think a lot of the teaching misses too. I think in, I think it's a fact actually that your best mediumship, I believe, can't be developed without an element of inward expression, without an element of looking within. But sometimes, especially at the start of our mediumship and spiritual development, we can find ourselves expressing our spirituality in superficial ways, can't we? Superficial ways which do nothing to serve ourselves or spirit. But when we start to define ourselves as spiritual or we embark on the path of mediumship, we're we're finding our feet, aren't we, and where we fit into this community so we can sometimes adopt practices or beliefs that on the surface seem spiritual. We join the spiritual bandwagon, for want of a better word. Um, And although we now may be becoming more familiar with the term mindfulness, we can actually become a bit mindless. So, for example, and this is just an example, it's not me having a dig at anybody, 
But for example, we buy tons of crystals because spiritual people have crystals, don't they? We buy statues of Buddha, we start burning incense, we go into our local spiritualist shop basically and that becomes our idea of what being spiritual is and all these things on their shelves become shortcuts to making us feel or look spiritual. And like I said, this isn't a dig. There is absolutely nothing wrong with any of those things in and of themselves. Okay, I just want to make that clear. What I'm talking about here or what I'm challenging is a mindless adoption of objects, a mindless adoption of ideas or expressions because we believe, whether consciously or unconsciously, that they make us spiritual by default. But do they make us spiritual? Are they a genuine expression of your spirit? Or are they just making us feel spiritual or appear spiritual on the outside? Everyone's expression of their spirituality is different, isn't it? Because we're all unique. We know that. But I do think there's a universal aspect to being spiritual. And that is to be spiritual, first and foremost, you have to have and feel a connection to your own spirit that resides within yourself. Being spiritual is about building a relationship with your inner self so you can better know yourself, the good and the bad. It's not about being or becoming perfect. It's not about being that constantly happy person. It's about knowing and accepting ourselves. And it's only when we build a relationship with ourselves, when we can learn to feel that spark of the spirit that resides within us and give it the time of day each day, that we then can start to experience the world around us and the people in it through a more spiritual lens. And then as a byproduct of that, we start to express ourselves spiritually in ways that hold true meaning and value. So, you know, having all the crystals, for example, may, it may come out of building that relationship with yourself. They may really resonate with you. They may hold true meaning and value for you. Um, they, They could even be your tools for healing others. I know they are for some people. But surrounding yourself with, you know, lots of crystals, the paraphernalia, without doing that inner work to build a relationship with your own spirit that resides within isn't a shortcut to being spiritual. Does that make sense? It doesn't matter how much incense I burn or how many angel ornaments I collect. They won't make me spiritual and they definitely won't make me a better medium. Being spiritual means being in touch with your inner spirit and a byproduct of that is your spirit then having freedom to express itself in a way that holds meaning and value. And often I found that expression will also be of value and meaning to others. It will serve others in some way, which makes sense, doesn't it? Because we are all connected on a spiritual level. It makes sense that we'll be moved spiritually as individuals to serve. So let's think about this in terms of mediumship then. Approaching mediumship only as a mechanical process without developing a connection and awareness or a relationship with your inner spirit will only get you so far. I promise you it will only get you so far. If you just concentrate on developing the mechanics of mediumship but neglect the development of your own spirit. And it's it's taught a lot, especially to beginners, and I was taught in this way myself at the start, 
to approach mediumship with um with a shopping list of questions to ask spirit for example a list of pieces of evidence you should aim to get from the person in spirit now there's many problems with this and only one minor benefit minor benefit i can think of the minor benefit is that and i can see why people teach it for this reason is it opens your mind to the possibilities of what we can perceive during a contact but actually what it's doing which isn't good which really isn't good and i really want to start teaching beginners in a way that doesn't instill these bad habits from the start is it teaches you to take control of the communication which we never ever want to do as the medium it's teaching you this false idea that we ask spirit for information and that's just not how it works but it also moves your awareness to your head rather than encouraging you to keep your awareness down where you're sensing with what your spirit is sensing. And that's usually around our solar plexus area. That's where people usually feel or get a, a sense of their spirit. And the reason why we need to not be in our own head and instead sensing with our own spirit is because we're blending spirit to spirit. That's how mediumship works. So how well do you think you can perceive another spirit if you're not even in touch with your own spirit, if you have no idea where to locate it and how it usually feels. And what's this got to do with being spiritual? Well, the practice of spirituality, being genuinely spiritual, connects you with your own spirit. So can you see now the relationship, how it will help with your mediumship? How well we communicate, or blend I should say, with another spirit directly relates to how well we can feel and connect to ourselves, our own spirit. When demonstrating or doing a reading, the first thing we have to do is feel a connection to our own spirit. That's the first stage of any contact because that's where all our sensing then comes from. It is our, it is our spirit that connects or blends with another's spirit. Whether it's still in the body, in the case of psychic work, or no longer housed in a physical body, it doesn't matter. It's still spirit to spirit communication. And do you know what? It's really, it's really quite tricky to find good, good teachers that will challenge you in this way, that don't just facilitate a space to practice in, but will actually teach, but teach based on their own reflections and analysis of analysis, sorry, of what they have experienced. It took me, took me ages to find a teacher who, you know, it was clear to me had really taken the time to consider what they were teaching and why they were teaching it and who promotes the importance of developing yourself spiritually. I do think, unfortunately, there's a lot of teaching out there that just glosses over it because, well, let's be honest, as a student, would rather not have homework to do outside of class, wouldn't we? So I realise this may be sounding a bit abstract so far and you're probably wondering, well, all right then, Rebecca, but how do I do this? The answer is actually really simple, and I'm sorry, not very groundbreaking, but it's the one thing that will, if done consistently over time, it will make the biggest difference to your mediumship because it develops yourself spiritually, but most people just don't want to make time for it. So the thing you, me, we all need to be doing is to practice something called sitting in the power. You've probably heard of it. It's basically a meditation, but it's not a guided meditation in which you visualize some 
beautiful vista or your happy place. I don't think, to be honest with you, those types of meditations are actually particularly that helpful for mediumship development or for developing ourselves spiritually because they don't allow space to feel and connect with our own inner selves. If you think about it, meditations that encourage you to visualize, move your awareness up to your head, your awareness is naturally going to be up there, isn't it? Because by nature, they're asking you to conjure up images in your mind's eye. But we know for mediumship development and to develop ourselves spiritually, we need our focus, our awareness to be down, down into that place where we feel that that spark of life, where we feel our spirit resides. And that's what the sitting in the power meditation gives us space to do. It's, it's like I said, a very simple meditation in which you sit in the power of your own spirit. And then after some time, you move your awareness to the spirit world. You're not trying to make contact with any one person in particular there. You just move your awareness to the spirit as a whole, as a collective, and then sit in their power. So doing this helps us develop the skills needed for mediumship. But because we're, because we're discussing ourselves spiritually today, know too that it does just that it it helps us develop spiritually when sitting in the power of your own spirit and soul you'll begin to develop a relationship with your true self you'll hear yourself in ways you hadn't before you'll feel emotions you weren't aware you were carrying around because for most of us in our day-to-day lives we just aren't in touch with our inner selves are we And that's fine. That's fine. We need to operate on a surface level a lot of the time in order to function in our daily lives. But that's the problem because our daily lives don't give us the opportunity to identify our spirit within. Can you you see then how that would pose a problem when we then come to do mediumship? Because remember, the first thing I said we have to do at the start of every contact is to connect with our own spirit. So I hope you can I hope you can see the importance then of carving out time to practice sitting in the power. I'm not going to go through the meditation with you. You can find you can find lots of free downloads online. There's um there's no one definitive way of doing it either. Um everyone will have a slightly different take, but there there are better ones out there than others. If you'd like me to point you in the direction of some of my favorite ones, just drop me an email and I'll be happy to share them with you. But really it's quite a simple practice which over time becomes personal to you so once you know the structure you don't need to follow a recording you can just sit and do it yourself and yeah you know on a minute it's hard it's hard to find a time to meditate it's hard work to develop ourselves spiritually I'm not gonna lie it's easier instead isn't it to surround ourselves with all all the paraphernalia that makes us feel and appear spiritual on the outside um it took it took me about a year to build up a routine that was achievable for me and I still don't always manage it I'll be honest I still don't always enjoy it some days I'm just too much in my head and wanting to be doing rather than just being and life gets in the way so I tend to um I tend to sit in the power as soon as I get home after dropping Ralph off at school that's the only time the house is empty and quiet weekends I haven't attempted yet for that reason it's just too noisy and busy but it's a work in progress. You know, I'm a work in progress and nothing is ever perfect. So not being perfect isn't a reason to not do something, okay? Not in my book anyway. Being a medium doesn't make you spiritual by default. 
But cultivating a practice to become more attuned to your own spirit will make you a better medium. I um, I remember once asking a teacher about self-development. I got to a stage um, with my mediumship where um, I just knew that I a lot of the challenges I was facing or those hurdles that I just wasn't overcoming as quickly as I wanted to were it was myself getting in my own way and I thought well I need to develop myself as a person I need to understand myself as a person in order to break through these so I I became sort of very aware suddenly of self-development this concept of self-development and I knew I knew that was what I needed then um, and ongoing in my mediumship in order to keep moving forward, in order to keep progress. I was getting in my own way. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, if you're honest with yourself, that's that's normally the case, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I, I remember once asking a teacher about self-development and she looked at me bemused. She she didn't even know what what I was talking about, you know, what the term was, what it meant. And then she said, well, there's no need for it. And I knew then I'd got to a point in my development that she was no longer the teacher for me. Okay, that's fine. But I think a good teacher, I really strongly believe, should be encouraging you to develop yourself spiritually because a connection to our own spirit is the basis of mediumship. Mediumship doesn't happen in your head. Images and sounds can be triggered which we then perceive up there. But first and foremost, it is sensed within by your own spirit. It's a blend of spirit with another spirit. And that's not in our head. That doesn't happen in our head. If we practice mediumship without developing a connection and relationship with our own spirit too, our mediumship suffers or stagnates. I know that because I've been there. You know, we're ambassadors for spirit, aren't we? We're working on behalf of spirit. We're we're speaking on behalf of people's loved ones. It's such a massive honour and responsibility. And it can't be separated from being spiritual and reduced to just a mechanical process because at its core, it is spirit to spirit communication. You need to develop yourself spiritually to demonstrate good quality mediumship and serve the spirit world as best as you can. So if you don't yet, um, if you don't have a practice yet of sitting in the power, I hope you found this encouraging and might now start to find time to build it into your routine. Remember, it's not about being perfect. It's not about being happy about it all the time. And it's not going to fix everything overnight for you or your mediumship. But if you can start to find time to build that relationship with your spirit that resides within your inner self. I promise you, you will find insight within yourself to help you clear some of those obstacles that you're coming across in your mediumship, to help you understand your mediumship, what you're doing, why you're doing it in a much deeper way that will in turn then enrich the expression of your mediumship at the same time. Perhaps it can be a New Year's resolution you're going to do. I need to get a bit more disciplined with mine, so we can do it together. And if you are developing your mediumship, 
and you've hit a plateau, you're, you've hit some challenges, which we, we all do. We, and unfortunately, I hate to break it to you, we always will. Um, there's no point, there's no point, um, I think, on this development journey that we, we, we can kind of close a book and say, oh, well, done that now, cracked it. Yeah, perfect, brilliant work, Rebecca. You've nailed that. It's just, you know, here's a certificate. It, it just doesn't work like that. So we'll always be hitting challenges. We'll always be hitting plateaus. We may even hit times where we feel as if we're going backwards. That's really annoying when that happens. And there's no amount of classes you can attend or um, anything a teacher can teach you about the mechanics of mediumship that can help you through those moments, unfortunately. This is when that relationship you've built with yourself, that that effort you've made day to day to cultivate that connection with your inner spirit really comes to the fore. Because it will I guarantee you the problem, the problem you'll be encountering with your mediumship has nothing to do with your mechanical approach to it. You know, if you think back to right at the beginning of your mediumship it probably flowed it you know before before you really knew anything about well I'm supposed to be doing this and this person said I'm supposed to be doing that and um I'm supposed to be thinking about it in this way oh and isn't isn't this the way you're supposed to do it before any of that you did it and it just worked because it's instinctive it's just instinctive thing within us it's only when our minds get involved that it doesn't work so well. And that's us. That's us getting in the way. We get in our own way. And the only way we're going to get out of our way is to recognize that we're in our own way. And to recognize that we're in our own way, we've got to go within ourselves and have that real good connection with our inner selves, with our spirit. So we can get ourselves out of the way. That just sounds like a massive riddle, doesn't it? It just sounds like a massive riddle that I've just laid out to you there. But anyway, I hope it makes sense. Basically, if you can cultivate that relationship with your inner self, you can go within and find the answers. So good mediumship, your best mediumship, your best mediumship can only be achieved if you have a connection with your own spirit. And having a connection with your own spirit, that's what it truly means to be spiritual. That's what I think anyway. So I finished rambling at you for today. <laughs> Thank you for staying with, with me till the end. Can I ask if you're enjoying my podcast, if you're enjoying my down-to-earth approach, please share it with another like-minded friend that you know would enjoy it too. It takes a load of thought and time to make these podcasts and it's a bit of a weird thing podcasting you kind of put it out there and there's no real way of knowing how it's being received or whether people are even listening so um it'll be great just to just to know that if you are enjoying it please do share it just with one two maybe three other friends um and if you have any questions for me feel free to email me free free can't speak free feel I still can't speak Blumenek. Oh, my swore then. Sorry, Blumenek. Um, feel free to email me and I'll be glad to answer any of your questions on the podcast and just get to know you a little bit better. So I'll see you at the same time next week. Thanks for joining me. 